0: ...slavery and PETA membership. Liberals swoon in pagan admiration of Mother Earth, mystified and overawed by her power. They deny the biblical idea of dominion and progress, the most ringing affirmation of which is the United States of America. Although they are druids, liberals masquerade as rationalists, adopting a sneering tone of scientific sophistication, which is little like being condescended to by a tarot card reader. Liberals hate science and react badly to it, They will literally run from the room, lightheaded and nauseated, when told of data that might suggest the sexes have different abilities in math and science. They repudiate science when it contradicts their pagan beliefs, that the AIDS virus doesn't discriminate, that there is no such thing as IQ, that nuclear power is dangerous and scary, or that breast implants cause disease. Liberals use the word science exactly like they use the word constitutional. Both words are nothing more or less than a general statement of liberal approval having nothing to do with either science or the Constitution. Thus, for example, the following sentence makes sense to liberals. President Clinton saved the Constitution by repeatedly ejaculating on a fat Jewish girl in the Oval Office. The core of the Judeo-Christian tradition says that we are utterly and distinctly apart from other species. We have dominion over the plants and the animals. God gave it to us. It's ours, as stated succinctly in the book of Genesis. Liberals would sooner trust the stewardship of the earth to Shetland ponies and dung beetles. All their pseudoscience supports an alternative religion that says we are an insignificant part of nature. The core of environmentalism is that they hate mankind. Environmentalists want mass infanticide, zero population growth, reduced standards of living, and vegetarianism. Everything liberals believe is in elegant opposition to basic biblical precepts. Our religion says that human progress proceeds from the spark of divinity in the human soul. Their religion holds that human progress is achieved through sex and death. We believe in invention and creation. They catalog with stupefaction the current state of our diminishing resources and tell us to stop consuming. We say humans stand apart from the world, and our charge is planet Earth." They say we are part of the world and our hubristic use of nature is sinful. We say humans are in God's image. They say we are no different from the apes. We believe in populating the earth until they're standing room only and then colonizing Mars. They believe humans are in the twilight of their existence. Our book is Genesis. Their book is Rachel Carson's Silent Spring, the original environmental hoax. Carson brainwashed an entire generation into imagining a world without birds, killed by DDT. Nazi concentration camp victims were bathed in DDT when they were rescued to save their lives. But because of liberals' druidical religious beliefs, they won't allow us to save Africans dying in droves of malaria with DDT, because DDT might hurt the birds. A few years after oil drilling began in Prudhoe Bay, Alaska, a saboteur set off an explosion blowing a hole in the pipeline and releasing an estimated 550,000 gallons of oil. It was one of the most devastating environmental disasters in recent history. Six weeks later, all the birds were back. Birds are like rats. You couldn't get rid of them if you tried. The various weeds and vermin liberals are always trying to save are no more distinguishable than individual styles of rap music. The massive Dickey Lincoln Dam, a $227 million hydroelectric project proposed on Upper St. John River in Maine, was halted by the discovery of the Furbish-Lousewort, a plant previously believed to be extinct. Liberals didn't even know this plant still existed, but suddenly they were seized with affection for it. They had been missing it all that time. Granted, the rediscovery of the Furbish-Lousewort has improved the lives of every man, woman, and child in America in ways too numerous to count. But still, liberals are more upset when a tree is chopped down than when a child is aborted. Even if one rates an unborn child less than a full-blown person, doesn't the unborn child rate slightly higher than vegetation? Liberals are constantly warning us that man is overloading the environment to the detriment of the apes. Howard Dean left the Episcopal Church, which is barely even a church, because the church in Montpelier, Vermont, would not cede land for a bike path. Environmentally friendly exercise was more important than tending to the human soul. That's all you need to know about the Democrats. Blessed be the peacemakers who create a diverse, non-sexist working environment in paperless offices. Suspiciously, the Democrats' idea of an energy policy never involved the creation of new energy. They want solar power, wind power, barley power. How about creating a new source of energy? Nuclear reactors do that with no risk of funding Arab terrorists or, more repellent to liberals, big oil companies. But in a spasm of left-wing insanity in the 1970s, Nuclear power was curtailed in this country. Japan has nuclear power. France has nuclear power. Almost all modern countries have nuclear power. But we had Jane Fonda and the movie The China Syndrome. Liberals are very picky about their admiration for Western Europe. Instead of taking the environmentalist hamstrings off the muscular American economy so we can split atoms, drill, mine, and strip, the Democrats want to preside over our state-managed descent into hell. Liberals want us to live like Swedes with their genial, mediocre lives, ratcheting back our expectations, practicing fuel austerity, and sitting by the fire in a cardigan sweater like Jimmy Carter. If one posits that we have a fixed amount of energy and have to start rationing it, then we are dying as a species. The theory of vegetarianism is that Americans consume too much energy. It takes a lot of energy to grow corn to feed animals to feed us, So why don't we become a bunch of grazing farmyard animals ourselves? We can eat grass and share our energy with the birds. Their energy plan is the repudiation of America and Christian destiny, which is jet skis, steak on the electric grill, hot showers, and night skiing. Perennially irritating to environmentalists is mankind's single greatest invention, the flush toilet. You knew it had to happen. Apostles of dry toilets insist that we have to get beyond flush-and-forget technology, as put by the founder of the Ecological Design Institute. Flush-and-forget abortions are one thing, but this is solid human waste we're talking about. Non-flush toilets were first introduced in America, well, originally by the Indians, but then again in the 60s by a Rockefeller scion who promoted a dry toilet called the Clivus Moltrum. They pop up again every few years, but oddly enough, never seem to catch on. Dry toilets are like the metric system of human waste disposal. Instead of the organic method of living in your own excrement, most people prefer the inorganic method of flushing it away from themselves. Consequently, the federal government has done the next best thing for the official state religion, which is to make it a felony to replace a 1.3-gallon toilet bowl with an old-fashioned 7-gallon toilet bowl, or as we call it, a working toilet. The whole purpose of living in your own excrement is to save water. Water. Liberals are worried we're going to run out of something that literally falls from the sky. Here's an idea. Just wait. It will rain. Every possible personal use of water combined, steam baths, swimming pools, showers, toilets, and kitchen sinks, amounts to less than 10% of all water usage, Agricultural use accounts for about 70% of water usage, and industrial use more than 20%. But again in 2003, the Greens were calling flush toilets an environmental disaster. They want us to go to the bathroom outdoors because, you know, we're animals. Question. Are liberals clueless about waste management? Answer. Do bears crap in the woods? Liberals have fervently believed that humans are a blight on the earth since Thomas Malthus penned An Essay on the Principle of Population in 1798. Like the flushless toilet, it's an idea that won't die. In the 1970s, Paul Ehrlich wrote the best-selling book, The Population Bomb, predicting global famine and warning that entire nations would cease to exist by the end of the 20th century, among them England. It is now too late, he wrote to take action to save many of those people. In 2001, despite the perplexing persistent existence of England, the Sierra Club listed Ehrlich's population bomb as among its books recommended by Sierra readers. How many trees had to die to make the paper for all those copies of the population bomb? Liberals beatify health, no smoking, camping, non-fossil fuel travel, organic foods, all while creating exotic new diseases in pursuit of polymorphous perversity. Don't be confused by your capacity for reason. We're just apes. A chief ingredient of the liberal religion is the bestialization of humanity. So on one hand, we have to give up on SUVs, snowmobiles, and indoor plumbing, but on the other hand, at least we get the funky bestial behavior, including actual bestiality. Keep listening. They believe in the coarse physical appropriation of women by men, hookups, trophy wives, strip clubs. It's in our genes, and therefore it cannot be immoral. Through movies, magazines, and TV, liberals promote a cult of idealized beauty that is so extreme as to be unimaginable. We must listen to Hollywood airheads like Julia Roberts and George Clooney because they are beautiful.